Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! We'll always be with you. No one's ever really gone. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. And once again, here we are, ready to go, raring to go. Let's do this. Just rev those engines. Rev those engines. Yeah. Smash that notification button. Punch the like. I don't know. Hashtag we are all outsiders. Yes. Welcome to Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And yeah, so that's what I've been doing all morning. I've been, I'm only, I'm on episode, there's 22 episodes. I'm on episode 21 right now. So I'm pretty close to caught up. Ooh, I just watched, yeah. I just watched uh, the episode you were talking about where Harper reveals about, you know, her dad beating up her and her brother. And that was, whew, that was quite a bit. And Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, man, we've both said it before, like this season a lot. It's super good. There's a lot going on. It really is. Yeah, you're getting to you're getting to the point where they start doing more of, like, the dark side and mm-hmm. apocalypse and grainy good And that's kind of good because uh, that's the stuff I don't read a lot about in the comics. Um, that's kind of where I sort of don't have a lot of preconceived notions necessarily so i can just and not that they go too far from the beaten path of the comics with young justice anyway but i kind of like that i can just have this one version that i'm not sitting and watching and wondering about right i mean there's a bunch of these characters i'm still not super big on or still have no clue about like um oh no the episode the like the episode where cyborg is getting eaten by the father box mm-hmm. and superboy uh and crew go chasing metron around the source wall yep yep because they need his uh chair chair uh, there's a word yeah. for that chair i can't or there's a name of that chair and i cannot remember what it is off the top of my head but I do know that that is in the comics. That is the chair bat, and it's so stupid. They actually ended up <laughs> never following up on this. But that's the chair Batman set uh, set in to ask who the Joker really is. Yeah, and that it was like. And actually, I guess they're maybe sort of following up on that because there's a DC Black label book coming out called uh, Three Jokers. But it's not in the main continuity anymore. It's a DC Black Label book instead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that got abandoned. Yeah, that was a path they were going to go down in the main continuity, but they apparently changed their minds. Thank goodness. Which I'm fine with, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I am looking forward to that book. It's drawn by Jason Fabek, who's a, or yeah. Jason Fabek, who's a great artist. So should be a good book. Yeah, but other than that, though, like, um, the fact, like, yeah, Young Justice is just killing it of mm-hmm. being. I I noticed that too. At least, like this for the second half, it's not as violent as some of the stuff they did in the first half. Yeah, there was definitely some super violent stuff. Surprisingly, so in the uh, pretty graphic violence in the first half of the mainly season. towards hope. <laughs> Or Violet or whatever. Yeah, mainly towards Violet. A little bit when Cyborg became Cyborg. Yeah. And uh, the scene where, we talked about it last week, Lady Shiva decapitating Ocean Master. Yeah. I went back and watched the the fight scene where Lobo just shoots his, like, spear gun through Violet. Oh, yeah. That was nuts. And uh, one of the ones I watched this morning was when they were... 
in um, that country where the climate summit was, you know, Lex Luthor was going to have the climate summit and somebody just almost cut Violet's head off. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I also like the, um, I don't know if it was purposeful or if it's what I'm bringing to the show myself or maybe it's a mixture of both but man it seems like a super political season as well oh it's very you just wait uh next couple (laughs) next couple uh episodes kind of get a little more more into the politics of everything Mm -hmm. of what's been happening and how everything's being run and man yeah it's it is nutty yep but I definitely am enjoying uh, Lex Luthor as policymaker for the United States to go ahead and try and get rid of the Justice League's, you know, the superhuman registration shit where he's like, oh, you know, now they have to kind of like uh, if nobody has seen Young Justice, but kind of like in uh, Captain America Civil War when they're like, oh, you need to answer to the government before you can insert yourself in any situation. Yeah. Yeah. Good season. Uh, it's good season. And you watched Hush. I did finally watch Hush, yeah. Um, I'm pretty much going to just go ahead and kind of repeat everything I said last week and a lot of the stuff you said last week. It was fine like i didn't really i didn't necessarily know if i would i had to like see it in context uh but i didn't end up liking what happened with the riddler being hush um and i especially don't like that they killed him because now they've killed off not just the riddler but hush as well which is weird yeah it's very bizarre um because killing off a main villain uh, like Riddler, and I guess I'd call him a B-villain, Hush, but um, yeah, it didn't work for me. Yeah, it's, um, like I said, it's a very bizarre storyline. I was fine with the film, but I was just like, whatever, it didn't, like, it didn't feel like super threatened like you know how when you watch even animated films like when the stakes are raised Mm -hmm. and you feel like there's something like once they found out was the riddler like all the stakes were gone and i was like oh it's the riddler yeah well it's like what i said to you last week even though hush hasn't had like there have been like a couple good hush stories but the idea of hush uh being you know this super personal to Bruce Wayne is a pretty good avenue they could have gone down and they took that away too so yeah also I because I just saw your tweet I saw your tweet about it like the line oh, when they're that, fighting I had Superman forgotten all about that but it's in the book and in the movie and it's one of my least favorite Batman things ever written, which is weird because it's written by Jeff Loeb, who also wrote The Long Halloween, which is my favorite Batman story. But it's when they're fighting Superman and um, Catwoman says, how do you know he's going to save her because Superman's being controlled by Poison Ivy? And she goes, how do you know? And he says, because deep down Clark is a good person and deep down I'm not. And I'm like, I don't. I've never felt like that is a how the character of Batman views himself as not being a good person and b how the character should view himself as not being a good person. Like I know that Batman should think that Superman is better than he is because Superman's better than everybody. That's the point. He's Superman. It's just like how in the Marvel universe, Captain America's better than everybody he's captain america that's the point like so but the idea that bruce would think of himself as deep down being a bad person is just not at all in line with log and it's 
Yeah, and especially for for um mm-hmm. like earlier anime and films mm-hmm. and stuff like, like Justice League War, where or Doom, I mean Justice yeah, League and Doom, especially since the where, entire like, it, point of Batman, Batman has all the was from the time he was a child, him saying for, nobody else should have to suffer like I've suffered. Like that's not a bad person, and he doesn't go about it in a bad way. Like there are like. I would say, like, if you want to talk about deep down not being a good person, even though you're trying to save people from suffering, would be Frank Castle in over because deep down, Frank Castle is not a good person. <laughs> like, he's a pretty terrible yeah. person, but he's doing, quote unquote, the right thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And even and even in like in a later comic mm-hmm. that came out like a couple months ago, where like the Punisher sees cops are walking around with like his emblem, mm-hmm. and and then he forces them to take it off. He's like, no, yeah, because that's not, literally you're, you're based on a be real thing where is, cops are like, like putting Punisher this is a symbol of what I do, not what you do, or wearing them on you know patches on their unofficial patches on their yeah. uniform, and all the writers of Punisher comics are like. Uh, is everybody missing the point of the Punisher? <laughs> like, the point is, he does this because the system failed, not because the system yeah. is supposed to look up to him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that line is... And I had forgotten all about it because I haven't read Hush in a long time, but as soon as he <laughs> said it in the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, that is a piece of shit line to... Like, that's one of the worst Batman... I can't, off the top of my head, think of a worse... Oh, yes, I can. Frank Miller's yeah. uh, All-Star Batman and Robin is probably worse. Because in that one, Batman literally is a terrible person. <laughs> like, All-Star Batman and Robin is where the line, the God, I'm the goddamn Batman, comes from. And, God, that's a bad book. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, what else happened? Yeah. So bad. Speaking of you know, speaking mm. of comics, um, I'm, I haven't picked up this past week's comics, but I did pick up the week before, so oh, yeah? I'm a little behind still. Um, I did finally yeah. read the second book for The Last Night on Earth for Batman. And damn, it's a fun story. Mm. It is... It's like such a weird, bizarre, like, uh, like old man Wolverine esque. Where like I can't even remember half the stuff in it. Like, there's like a new, there's like a new guy dressed as Batman Ooh. named Omega, who's like running the villains and stuff, uh, and kills Alfred. Uh, um, and Batman's trying to figure out who he is or whatever. And like he, like Omega's like running the entire elite okay. so far of like villains, where they're broke. Like so far, it's like Bane, who's like made of toxin, uh, and v- Scarecrow, who is basically just his upper torso wow. and walks around on That's like crazy. his needle fingers that he uses for like d- injecting his fear serum. It's mm. nuts. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, also read the first issue of Absolute Carnage, and I gotta say, at first, I was like, I'm not gonna care about this. They're doing some weird shit where, like, uh, Carnage is now, like, a almost godlike character. Yep. He's, like, re- he's, like, a re- uh, animated corpse of Cleus Cassie or some weird shit. Nice. And th- so I read the first issue, and I gotta say- I'm kind of intrigued by what's happening. It's a very nuts. The whole first issue is literally uh, Venom as Eddie as and Venom running away from Carnage uh, mm-hmm. as he's like following them around the city, trying to like take, um, uh, trying to take his symbiote and kill him. Really? And it ends. The first issue ends with them being in a maximum security prison where they're trying to save Norman Osborn from because he's gone insane wow. from being attached to the 
I for heard it was being attached to that Carnage symbiote and Carnage is coming for him. Pretty good, and that people were looking. For, so yeah, it's insane. <laughs> So, yeah, I might have to start pick. I'm probably going to pick up the rest. And I know this week there was a side book on yeah, yeah. the symbiote Scream that came out. So if there's still any, I'm not going to be too worried if I don't find it. But if I can, the, yeah. Also, I've been still picking up nice. the majority of the the offer side sh- issues for the year of the villain. Um, I'm missing a few that I didn't get my hands on, so maybe. But well, I'm not too worried if I don't find them. Um, but now mm-hmm. I think I've gotten all the ones I could. And now they're moved on to, I think their next issue, which okay. is the Dark Gifts, which are like they follow along with whatever the happened in the offer. I don't know. It's still weird. Like Luther is the Luther's whole plan of like he has all these villains come together, and he's like, yeah. I know how to d- defeat your how to defeat your hero or like how you can get in the power. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm still kind of into it. But like I said before, I, Oh, with these kind of books, I'm always kind of intrigued by the villains. Um, so I'm always intrigued when they, when they always have like big story arcs involving all of them. Like I was big fan forever evil. I don't care what anyone says. Mm. Uh, it's not bad. It, I I enjoyed it because it's just interesting, like some of the character, character dynamics, um, especially for for me. It was like Black Manta was like one of the big ones. He is, and basically, like in Forever Evil, uh, like his whole arc is when the super society, the the Earth Two villain heroes show up hmm, and okay. destroy quote unquote the heroes. Black Manta's pissed because he was not the one to kill Aquaman. So he like goes right. out against them because I'll go with that because they took his like whole reason of being a villain away. Yeah, I don't know, it's some I cool am stuff. Always behind on my comics. So yeah, those are all the comics I've been uh, I've caught up on so far. I'm thinking sometime in the near future I'm gonna go on a big comics reading binge again. It's been a while. Um, but man, I need to get caught up. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much. I know. I feel like I'm always time. behind. There's so many books it's I still like, want to oh, read. Oh, look at all these books I still have to read because I haven't gotten to them yet. Yeah. And actually, oh, okay. yeah, you this were is a good point to point out. So right okay, before we started ahead. recording, I was, I would have started recording a little early, but I fell down a rabbit hole. Um, basically, there's like a battle on Twitter right now of like, and I don't know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this because I'm sure this is going to cause a lot of, a lot of debate or whatever. But there's like a whole thing going around right now about every about a group on Twitter that are trying to get main you know, as mainstream continuity turn Spider-Man into Spider-Man, a bisexual thinking, or just yeah, straight up gay. This up because uh, obviously in Young Justice, uh, Calderon has a boyfriend, and I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I think it's fun. I would think it's fine that yes. Calderon is gay because I can't think of any major relationship with... Oh, and I don't know as much about Calderon, so it's kind of hard for me to say off the top of my head, but I can't think of like an established heterosexual relationship that he has had and I w- then I was starting to think it's hard to change the sexuality of characters who have had established relationships for a long time in continuity that are pretty much part of their character at this point so like I'm it's fine to me that Calderon is a gay character now yeah. but I 
don't necessarily know how I would it's very very well established through several incontinuity storylines that Peter Parker's heterosexual uh. yeah uh, it's nothing I have no problem if they want to create new characters or alternate characters like in different timelines or whatever but if you want but like try to change a main continuity and not just that characters uh i think there are some characters uh, that it's easier sexual preference the point of instead of creating new characters changing things about that's why i've never had a problem like i don't think any character except probably bruce wayne or lex luther have to be white and even in probably another 10 or 20 years either one of them could be black the only reason i say it's not right now is it's they're both kind of old money characters and it's still too early in the history of um, there are now obviously starting to be very wealthy black families so in a few years you could have old money black families and it wouldn't be so even in a few years Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor could probably be black but there's no other characters that are white that have to yeah. be black or that couldn't be black so like Superman could easily be black there's no reason he couldn't be so and I feel like it's the same way. Like, they made Alan Scott the first Green Lantern. They made him gay, and it was no problem. And they made Iceman gay in the Marvel yeah. Universe. And I know some people got upset, but I was like, is there any, uh, like, serious relationship? He, I don't know. I don't know Iceman well enough. Uh, I think there was one with I uh, one right, and it was it like like main relationship for Iceman, okay. but I don't remember. Like Iceman was never one like, I was big I on in general, so if I'm not 100 percent. Most characters turned gay, honestly, but the ones that I think would have to stay straight, just based on how deeply their relationships are part of that character, would be. Sp- Spider-Man because of Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. Superman because of Lois Lane. Batman because of Catwoman. And... I can't... I mean, yeah, Frank... Frank Castle? Yeah, maybe, because he had a wife and kid, I mean, you although could, I suppose I mean, you could have a husband and a kid. But it, oh. Aquaman and Mara, I guess, would be another one that would... Yeah. I don't know, this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is all kind of like a weird gray area, because I, I'm one to agree where, like, especially mm-hmm. spider-man like trying to change his whole sexual preference where like a lot of stuff revolved around gwen stacy and mary jane seems like if you want to talk just retconning and destroy and a character completely over I mean, again he, just for that sake is i guess ludicrous. if he realized he was and i'm not like saying they won't do it they'll probably do it at some point because that um but him suddenly realizing that the two major defining relationships yeah. of a 50 some odd year history of the character weren't that no i guess there's really no reason any character couldn't be bisexual either um <clears throat> mhm right I mean, I know Dakin's bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be right. I think Logan is. I'm not is, 100% sure, you know, but that seems Like familiar. Wolverine? I think he is. 
and Deadpool's pansexual. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's no problem with that. What I was trying to say earlier, I guess, was that I get the point of being like, okay, we don't want you to just create new characters. We want some of these well-established, super famous characters to work in representation, which I, I understand. But there are some ways to do it and some ways I don't necessarily think would work for the character. Like, I don't know, the more I sit here thinking about it, the more I can't think of a reason Peter Parker couldn't realize he also likes men. Like, that would be... You know what? That would be alright. The more I think about it, like... I guess I focused on the fact that you said that they were saying maybe he should just be straight up gay. And I was like, no, that really couldn't work. But, yeah, he could totally be also bisexual. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But it's mostly the like the bi part no, isn't yeah, what's that I would be. What I was the more like, trying to it was the fact that they just want to straight up erase. I'm trying to think and just like no, nah, make him gay. I haven't read enough Miles Morales stories to be sure yet, but I feel almost like Miles could be gay. I'm trying. I know in the Miles Morales stories I have read, he's dated a girl and he's um been interested in girls but not to the extent that it couldn't be revealed that he was closeted let me look him up real quick but what i you know what i'm saying Uh, though like he could have been because plenty of gay people date hetero before they come out of the closet it so what I, I guess what I'm saying is like it would depend on how deeply that's part of the character. Like if he had just had a few not super huge relationships and then finally said, you know what, I've been lying to people and lying to myself, I'm gay, that would be fine. If it turned out he just had this big, like deep, meaningful relationship that suddenly didn't. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Maybe and not being a gay person, I can't necessarily say that that doesn't happen in real life before you come out as gay. But just from the gay people I know and the gay story, you know, stories I've read about people who have had to come out or have had to deal with being gay. It seems like, you know, pretty early on that you're gay, even if you try to hide it. It looks like with Miles, oh, he that, did yeah, have a relationship shit, or right. or, so he or does still like, have yeah, a relationship yeah, yeah. with Gwen Stacy, like the spider Gwen. Yeah. That seems like a missed opportunity since my... To, see, now that you're saying that, boy, that seems like a... Peter Parker is one thing, but Miles Morales is broken out as being huge and being important because he's half black, half Latino and could now have also been gay which would have been yeah piling a lot onto one character i guess but would have also been pretty just because he's so huge and so popular could have also worked out really well huh interesting yeah Yeah, I don't know. I went down a huge rabbit hole. Of Most of the time, Spider-Man yeah. stuff today, like this morning, where there was some of that. As because Twitter is a toxic environment, most of the time. Yeah, uh, there there was like between that and oh, geez, everyone cares? just arguing over who's a better Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's a lot, of, and plus. They were like also like picking out scenes from stuff, 
Uh, it's like this is what you call. That, that's like the big thing I've been that I've come across is like uh, oh, I'll be the caption. This is y'all's favorite Spider-Man, and it's a clip of Spider-Man being a dick. Um, like in the Tobey Maguire's where he's like talking down to Macho Man, a bone saw, and he's like, "Nice outfit. Did your husband mm. pick it out for you?" Or um, another one where it, 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 yeah. we talked about before because we think it's hilarious. Uh, in where Spider-Man is insulting Kingpin. Yeah, oh, I do fat. love that. That's really good. And he's like using like the little piece of paper where he just has like ins- like stupid insults. It- yeah, so it's a lot of stuff of that involving... There's a lot of Spider-Man stuff today where it's a lot of that. Where it's between like the battle of like his... Of his sexuality I and like everyone arguing who's like, the better Spider-Man and finding oh boy, flaws other, I said this to somebody the other day. Spider-Man. Fans of other most of the time, other fans of things I'm a fan of, I hate them because they end up acting like this. Like, yeah, is it cool to pick on homosexuality? Yeah. No, but also in that Spider-Man movie. Was the character of Bonesaw going to react well to the implication that he was gay? Also, no. And Peter knew that, and he was purposefully trying to bait him. Like, that's not... And then, Spider-Man picking on Kingpin being fat. Is it cool to pick on fat people? No. But again, he's just trying to make Kingpin so mad that he fucks up and spider-man can take advantage of him fucking up like and he knows he's just trying to pick so in neither of those instances that you just mentioned and probably all the other one do i think that in that movie it's implied that peter parker is homophobe no in the instance of him picking on kingpin for being fat do i think he hates fat people no (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's a lot yeah yep. i don't know i got like i got like a headache because it's like like i've said before spider-man is probably my my favorite one of my favorite characters ever mm-hmm. and like even i see that stuff and i think it's pretty funny even because at the context yep. is because i know like and also and to make that's himself why he's feel always, better. Like, like if he that's why keeps, he always talks during his fights. I, it's just boy, to piss I, everyone off. I wish off I could find this so panel screw again, up. but I'm pretty sure there's a panel, and maybe it's yeah. been in one of the movies or something. But he absolutely makes all those jokes because he's terrified the entire time, and he just is trying to make himself not be so scared. So yeah. Comics. Yeah, yeah. I, man. Now I want to. Oh, I do love that. Uh, oh man, panel of him with the paper of all the fat insults. To God, that was funny. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. God, that's good. Yeah. If you were like to it. shave shaving cream, uh, the marshmallow cream. fluff would come out. <laughs> now I'm wanting. I was gonna say now I want to go on a Spider-Man kick, but yes, go ahead. Um, yeah. Um, I know you haven't started I know you yet. <sighs> Hopefully, I'm gonna start it later yeah. today. Yeah, I know you haven't started yet, mm. but I finished Glow already. Yeah, I won't say much because I want you to catch up. What I will say though is I don't know. If it was just me, maybe. But it felt like the season was much was much Did shorter you look to than see the if others. There's actually less episodes. But it could also just be I just was so it's gotta be the same as all the other ones, right? I'm gonna look right. No, I, I just I'm went right into. Right I think it's let's see, season eight episodes, one, ten, season two, ten. Well, how many episodes three, were the last ten. couple seasons? Yep. Yeah. Maybe you were just so engaged that it flew right by. Really? Oh, good to Did know. not good feel like that. I was very engaged. Um, it's really good. I like where they're going with some of the stuff. Some stuff I'm hmm, I'm gonna wait maybe. till 
you watched to bring up because I was like, because it was I'm like, does oh, this okay. seem uncomfortable? Um, but there's a lot of stuff they cover, and some really important stuff gets covered. Um, nice. So I'm it's on really a, good. Actually, this is like on the one Netflix week where the one week where I just went on like a Netflix binge. Uh, Leanne um, and I have been I watching that the final season of Orange Is the New Black, but she's been getting home pretty late, so we haven't been watching it very quickly. So, um, and the next thing is then it's good. It's better than the last few seasons. Um, yeah. So and then how's Glow that going so far? One of the shows we watched together. Otherwise, I probably would have already gone all the way through it. But we've got to finish the show we're watching together first, and then before we watch the other show we watch together. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I kind of went a little nuts on Netflix because I don't watch Netflix very often these days. Um, because then they had uh, last uh, Friday, or it was last Friday, but I didn't watch well, it. Oh, that's right. We were talking Sunday about the fact whatever. that that was. They coming. had the Rocco's Modern Life um, animated short. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, of course. And it's. It's fine, I guess. I mean, a lot of this stuff is nostalgia bait. Um, and they really lean into it. Like, basically, Rocco... Basically, mm-hmm. the whole point of this episode was Rocco comes back to Earth with with his oh, friends. Really? Uh, because I yeah. didn't realize that the I end mean, of the Rocco season, they were, like, shot themselves into space. into anyway. Um, I've only seen a yeah, handful so, of episodes. I don't remember that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they come back to Earth and all Rocco wants to do, it's like been 20 years, and all Rocco wants to do is watch like his favorite cartoon, which has been canceled like mm-hmm. years ago. So it's, and it really is just more of a commentary of nostalgia bait and what has happened. Like it's, it's, not the greatest, but the best nice. part about it is they actually pulled a cool little trick where they had their where they introduced a transgender character. Um, that mm-hmm. like it, unfortunately, I felt like they could have done more with it, oh. but they introduced the character so late in the episode, and it's only one it's it's only one episode okay. that I felt like they could have really explored more with. It's Mister Big Heads son who becomes his daughter um and they 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 do they start it was like kind of a throwaway side um piece where i felt like they could have really dug into instead but they kind of focused more on the humor aspects all right so it, it was fine but i felt like it was a huge missed opportunity there oh yeah you told me this was coming too and then, and then I watched right. the Invader Zim enter the Florpus. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I liked it. Nice. It was kind of the. It was less nostalgic. It was just more of just a straight up just Invader Zim hour and a half film. Oh yeah, and it was fine. It, I enjoyed Invader it. Zim the, was a w- it was some weird stuff. Yeah, it's Invader bizarre. Zim it's hard to describe show. Invader it Zim. It had a lot going on. <laughs> but Gur is still the coolest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, this had a lot going on because it's just the same old Zim wants to take over Earth. Cool. And Dib wants to stop him. And it's it's just a longer version of an episode. And it was just fun. Yeah, ah, I still, and then the only other thing I really point, did this I week was took a buddy of mine, took a friend of mine to go see, see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for the second time. Well, for me, I just haven't been able to get to the theater to see it. God damn it! Okay, I have yeah. not oh, heard. Good I did things, see something else. So I'm interested. I forgot to see all what... about it. Okay, yeah, um, I watched the Banana Split sci-fi movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like, I, I, All it's right. a sci-fi movie, so 
I went in with low expectations. I thought it was fine for yeah. what it was. Like it, it's definitely not like like amazing in any way, shape, and form. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the idea that you have character, you like the I banana splits, being just actually homicidal robots. Surprisingly dull. Like not a lot happened. So. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. It's pretty, like, yeah. Like, they could have gone a lot further. There was a lot of deaths that happened, like, off-screen. Alright. Um, as a horror film, they could have done a lot more to entice people to want to watch it more. Because, yeah, that was the one thing where it was, like, there All was right. maybe, like, there were some violent things, but they could, but it felt very sci-fi-ish. Okay. That's the best way I can describe There's, um... it. It yeah, One like I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I could I felt like it could have been better. It's a documentary, but I'm looking forward to it. It is called the Amazing Jonathan documentary. <gasps> you are? Do you know Amazing Jonathan? Have you seen his? He's a he's wicked funny. Yes, he's we're playing it at good the theater magician, right now, and he has. Yeah. God, yeah, I've seen got stuff. some disease. He was supposed to be dead by medical standards. He was supposed to be dead a few years back. He's actually like overcome the odds, but I believe he's still very sick. And so I'm super interested to watch this documentary. Uh, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I was so hoping I would I'll get out of work at a time where I could just week. go into and the other that. Thing I, did I can this walk week, into that because I'm very curious about that too. Avengers Endgame. Um, I haven't rewatched it yet because Tuesday is my day off. Uh, the the day this episode comes out, and my plan that day is to do an Infinity War Endgame back to back. Mm-hmm. See, I still need to buy the movie because I want to do that exact same thing. I believe it's uh, not this coming. And then not this Godzilla, Tuesday. I guess, yeah, I comes it out next Tuesday. Next Tuesday? Not this Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. Well, the problem is, and of course, yeah. I bought the. I want to get edition, like, but even the I, it's going to be like another Blu-ray week or so before I can get is, Endgame. And I posted about this on um, my Twitter. I think. I'm so fucking sick of Disney charging more than every other. Like, obviously, when new 4K movies come out, they're all expensive uh, because they're new. And Blu-rays or whatever you're buying, they're all... But at least the prices go down after a while. Like, I've bought 4K movies. I bought uh, Aliens 40th Anniversary 4K for 15 bucks. Uh, I bought Endgame for 30 because it's never going to be on sale. It's always going to be 30 yeah. bucks, which is horse shit. The 4Ks are pretty Every much Disney always related film is Blu-rays always in that. Like it never drops under like $20. And the DVDs, who knows because nobody buys DVDs anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I really when i saw it i was like i don't really have 30 dollars right now but i'm gonna buy it anyway because it's never gonna go on sale Mm. yeah i mean i'm probably i'll buy it probably maybe i'm working every day this week so I don't yeah, think I'll too. really have the time. Barely gonna make but it. Next but next week I'll probably go and grab it. After since this week is pay week for me. Mm. Yeah, I know. Especially Boy, if I like cool and, and I'm still contemplating the Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warriors fundraiser. Uh, three hundred. 
Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a cool for those of you who are in Los Angeles at the Whiskey the Go Go in September. Uh, the entire the cast of Dream Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors mm-hmm. are getting together. The best uh, right. are getting together and they're just gonna read the script, like do a script reading. It's a fundraiser. It's a hundred dollars to go in general, uh, but I'm more interested in the three hundred dollars. Uh, because the three hundred dollars is you get VIP as well oh, God, as you get a photo with the entire me. cast if you can, and a signed if you uh, can piece of memorabilia it. from Robert Englund. Oh. I because, know like it I sounds you, so I worth spent it. A little bit more. I, I want to say three hundred. If I can swing it, I want to do that. Five bucks for my Volby meet and greet, which is you know meet Volby and pit ticket. So, and I think I get, like, a signed poster when I meet the, you know, poster, picture, pit ticket. You would get a signed memorabilia picture with the cast and obviously get to be right there for the the show they're putting on. Boy, that seems, man, I, I would do that if I could. Yeah. Oh yeah, three hundred bucks the is a problem, lot. There's no doubt about it. If I can, if I can, and, um, the problem is we're so. I'm, I'm so still close not to done like, paying for my Volbeat meet and greet. Rent. Like, I'm still. I I put it on my yeah. PayPal or my credit card, one it, or the other. So I'm still paying for it. Believe me. I... <laughs> yeah. If I can, yeah. If I could somehow get mm. enough off my credit card. To do the yeah. $300? I totally will. Oh, if yeah. not, I might just do the $100 and just go. Because I would like to go in general. Because I think that would be a lot of fun. But I would... Like, Robert Englund is mm-hmm. like... Like I've mentioned before many times on this show. It's... It is... He's the one guy yeah. I've missed at, like, mm. conventions and and stuff. Hopefully and I'm like, that is a must-see really a, a cool. must person. So I don't know. I might just nut up and just go for the three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Once once my paycheck comes in on mm. Thursday, uh, I'll du- I'm gonna have to check and see yeah, what I, mean, I can do because I still Warriors have some car isn't just stuff the to best do. Of um, the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It's, it's all just so one much of the fun. Horror movies of all the um, well. Of all horror movies, number one, but uh, of its it's so era, uh, that mid to late 80s, early 90s horror era. Um, God. It was probably the last... The last of the series before yeah, it went full that, on. Uh, Dream Robert, Child uh, Robert, uh, Freddy Krueger being like okay, more of a joke, but horror. not great. And then, uh, what's right after Dream Child? Uh, is that five or six? I think Freddy's dead. My see now I can't remember. I I, I remember the names Freddy's of them all, but dead? I can't remember what order they're in. No. I know New Nightmare is the last one. Hang on. New Nightmare, by the way, I was for some reason I was yeah. thinking about New Nightmare uh, the other day. Very underappreciated. New Nightmare. Yeah, which that one's great. Is a great movie. Yeah, let's see. So a Dream Masters Final 4. Nightmare, Freddy's Dead is bad. Dream Child's 5, and then Final Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, which one is it? Oh, where... I love that movie, but I love oh, it for how fucking bad it is. Child or Dream... The... Where he makes that so, yeah. guy into the marionette puppet. Yes, that is okay. I thought it was. God, that's a good movie. <laughs> yep. That's three. It's Dream Warriors. Yeah, they are. 
Oh, I got to sign up for... Uh, I got. I need drop. to. Re- I need to. Wa- I don't have my collection of them, but they're I on had Shutter right up now. For, I had signed up. And for I'm gonna have to rewatch them. Of, I talked about it. WWE Network, and I forgot to cancel before my free month was up, so it renewed my subscription. So I got to remember to cancel that, and I got to recancel CBS All Access since I'm done with. Star Trek Discovery, so maybe this time around I can do Shudder. Because I'm one of those people who, even though it's frustrating that there are a lot of um, streaming services, I realize I don't have to have them all at once. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's oh man, yeah. You're welcome. And Shutter, to honestly, that I will, I will talk about them till the, like every <laughs> single time. They are not. They are mm-hmm. not. Yeah, Shutter. I, we could, if you want to sponsor Shutter, yep. we we are all yeah, in because I, I will promote you no matter what. Um, all right. Well then, it's it's the best. Is is that everything for this week? All right. I believe so. Nice. Like um, I said, I'm going to watch by the next, Amazing Jonathan Next week I will have seen I'm pretty excited about that. Another film. Mm. Yeah, if there's time, like we're playing the Amazing John, oh. and I've only all seen week. so far, I've only um, seen Endgame. So maybe I can find a time. Oh, talked it's about all it on crap. our it's Endgame like episode. So next week I'll be able to talk about what I think about it now, seeing it a second time. See if I like anything new. If I don't like anything new, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which that, yeah. which one is I'm, that? I'm hoping one? by next week I'll see Nightingale. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Um, okay. It's like a it's a movie from the same director as who did the Babadook. I hated the Babadook. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Nightingale I've I've heard from multiple people. It's really good and very heavy of a of a horror film. Um, so that's kind of the goal. Maybe oh, like that, yeah, or that maybe if I feel ridiculous. like being a little yep, ridiculous, maybe I'll see funny. 47 meters down right, uncaged. Cool. Well, because um, sharks. Yeah, good yes. enough then. Well, I guess we'll be back next week. Later, everybody. Yeah. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks.